0: Say good evening to all that have gathered for the midweek. We're going to join together in our singing tonight as we worship the Lord, singing number 40 in the hymnbook. <clears throat> we we'll worship the King, all glorious above, who we'll gratefully sing His power and His love, our shield and defender, the Ancient of Days, pavilioned in splendour and girded with praise. <coughs> together and seek the Lord in prayer. Lord we think of the exhortation of this hymn to worship the king and when we come together like this on a Thursday night or a Sabbath day we are principally gathered to worship the Lord and to worship him in the beauty of holiness. We pray from the beginning of our time together we would have a real conscious sense of the Lord's nearness You've promised to be with your people. You've said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. And Lord, as we meet here, we're conscious of the Lord. He was here before we came. And he's with us now in the midst of this gathering. And we just pray that you'll give us that consciousness about our person, that the Lord is here, that we might conduct ourselves through this service tonight with that reality. We pray that you will bend over this gathering and you will just move in our hearts tonight by the Spirit that you will draw us out after the Savior whom we love. May Jesus Christ even be more precious to us tonight than he was earlier today. We think of the hymn writer when he said every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. Lord, we want that experience growing in grace and the knowledge of God, loving the Lord more. We think of the first and the great commandment to love the Lord with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, with all our strength. Lord, we need your grace to be able to love the Lord more. And so we pray that great grace will be upon each one. We thank thee for your mercies towards us this day. We thank you for helping those through who have been sorrowing. And we think of the Stevenson family especially. We pray for Carol and her family that you will be with them as they have led to rest. a dear brother... We pray that Jesus himself will go with this family and be their portion. And remember others that mourn and <clears throat> remember the sick connected to the congregation. We're very conscious, Lord, as we come here with our health and strength, that there are those that are led aside who cannot be here because of weakness, infirmity, maybe even old age. And so we pray that you will grant them your blessing just where they are. And if they have the opportunity to to tune in tonight on the internet. Bless them as they sit there at home. And watch on the television or on, on their computer. We pray that you will pour out the spirit of God upon this gathering. We acknowledge that without thee we can do nothing. And Lord this meeting will, will be in vain. And bless the Lord is here. And so grant us the ministry. The power, the wisdom of the Holy Spirit of God. Thank thee for our friends who have been visiting with us these days. We pray that you will bless them. Bless Luci and his family and Graziello too. As they take part tonight, as Luci especially brings the word, we pray that you will fill him and endue him with power from on high. And may the message reach our hearts and do us good. So Lord, abide with us tonight. In the Saviour's precious and lovely name we pray. Amen. Continuing with singing carols at this time of the year, we're going to sing number 78, O little town of Bethlehem, I still we see thee lie above thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. glad to have Lucci and uh, I'm assuming Ellie and Graziella are going to sing tonight as well. Uh, We've asked them to do that, make good use of them when they're here in Northern Ireland. Brother, we're going to ask you to come and minister in song. Welcome again to Hebron.
1: No one ever cared for me like Jesus. There's no other friend so kind as he. No one else could take the sin and darkness from me. Oh, how much he cared. My life was full of sin when Jesus found me. Oh, my heart was full of misery and woe. Jesus placed his strong and loving arms around me, and he led me in the way I ought to go. No one ever cared for me like Jesus. There's no other friend so kind as he. No one else could take the sin and darkness from me. Oh, how much he cared for. Every day He comes to me with new assurance. More and more I understand His words of love. But I'll never know just why He came to save me. Till someday I see His blessed face above. No one ever cared for me like Jesus. There's no other friend so kind as He. No one else could take the sin and darkness from me. Oh, how much he cared for me. Oh, how much he cared for
2: me.
3: I'm going to invite Ellie and Grazie and we're going to sing another song. One that we, we all like so much, we love. <clears throat>
1: the Father turns His face away. As wounds which mar the chosen one bring many sons to God.
0: Thank you to our friends for ministering in song tonight. Hope you can find your seat all right. The older you get, the less likelihood you get to the right seat, but uh, a second go helps. Good to be led to the cross and to the wounds of Christ and all that he's done for us, so we really appreciate the ministry tonight. Can I bid you welcome in the Savior's name uh, to all who've come to the midweek service and to those that are listening in tonight on the Internet. Friday is a special day for us because for the very first time, We have invited the schools to come to a carol service, and that will be here at Hebron at 12 (coughs) o'clock tomorrow. So we're looking forward to receiving. Uh, About seven of the schools have responded. Others would like to have come, but they had prior uh, arrangements made, Christmas dinners and and so forth, so they're not able to come this year. But we're looking forward to receiving... um, several hundred children up until a short time ago there was well over 400 coming and then one school uh, is not sending as many but they were sending about 170 now they're sending 122 but 122 still a lot uh, to send so there'll be maybe 370 380 uh, children here in the will of God and then we have the staff members there's one school and they're sending 10 staff members and all the schools have to do that to keep an eye on their children and then with all the helpers that are coming in i really appreciate that those those ladies that have talked to my wife about helping out if it's possible to be here from 10 o'clock onwards uh, to cook uh, 480 sausages you said quick it's not too many and then all the roles in that And we appreciate it all coming together and those that have helped in so many ways. Now, we need to get the rooms uh, prepared tonight. We've never done this before, and we reckon that we'll need all the space that we have. And so we'll have to use the Bible classroom, and we'll have to use this room. We'll probably have to use the, the porch area there as well, and then out into the fellowship area as we cater for so many. So we need to really get this done tonight and basically it is clearing the floor. This room has to be prepared for the Sunday school party tomorrow night, so something similar to that, so that the children can stand or sit while they're eating, sit on the floor, and if there's chairs around the side, uh, others can avail of that. The Sunday school Christmas party is at 6.45, seven o'clock, rather. I've got these two times the other way about, but there you go. The Youth Fellowship are coming in at quarter to seven, so that they can go out at seven o'clock to visit our seniors tomorrow night. On the Lord's Day, we gather together for the early season of prayer at eight o'clock, and then the Sunday school at 10.30, the Bible class at a quarter to 11. In between times, you've probably seen this on the announcement group, we will be going to St. James and also to the Rodden's, those two nursing homes to sing to the residents and for the next couple of Sundays, there's a couple of homes that we will go to. The worship service, sorry, the worship service comes before that. Family of Jesus, part two. And then the Christmas and Youth Children's Night service at seven, when folks from the church here will take part. I'll be preaching the will of God at both of the meetings on the Lord's Day. Ladies, we want you to help us with the supper. And so half a loaf of sandwiches and a dozen buns if you can. And that will provide something to eat after the meeting is over. We'd like to extend our sincere sympathy to Erwin and Carol on the death of Carol's brother James, who was led to rest today. And our thoughts are with this family in their grief. And I know that you have been remembering them in prayer. Please continue to do that. Want to welcome, very especially our Romanian visitors. They came last Saturday. They go home this Saturday. They've been with us for almost a week now. We we call them friends, family, and fellow helpers, and so they are. Uh, they are they are friends. They are like family to us, and they certainly have been uh, a lot of help to us in the work that we do, especially in translation work. Uh, I can say hello. I can say peace. I can. I say a few other things in Romanian, but if anybody tries to have a conversation with me, I'm stuck. So that's when the translators come in and it's vital. So back not that long ago when we were there uh, this year, this is part of what they do. You can just about see uh, Lucci's legs and guitar there on the right-hand side. Uh, So he was sort of cut off and you can see Alci on the left-hand side but this was in the church at Bethany where they worship and where we worship when we're there in the city of Timishwara and uh, the Deborah House girls singing with our group. And you can just about spot another visitor there dressed in black (laughs) and she's with us tonight. So we we welcome Sharon to the meeting. And then, of course, going over to Deborah House, uh, Lucci and his daughter have been such a, an invaluable asset to us, not only in translation, but in singing. And the girls love to sing. And this was taken when we went to do the shoeboxes. And you can, if you have time, you can just about pick out the ones that are from here and then our friends that were able to make it that day to join with us. Ellie was able to go with us uh, over to Red Cash to the school. And she was the chief translator and so we do value the work that Ellie does and how God has gifted her. And then in the evening, uh, we're so thankful that these three and others came in uh, to where we were staying. Um, we had a lovely time of fellowship, a couple of nights together as they ministered in song. Traveling to and Noah has been a key part of what we've done for at least seven years, just over seven years now. And Again, this is recent, as you can tell from those that are in the photograph, but just going here, spending time with the poor. These are the conditions that they live in, as you know, haven't changed really any since we've known them, but just a visit, and we're able to bring them, of course, the shoe boxes eh, on our visit that we did in October. I'm very thankful to these ladies who went out and did shopping to get some provisions for them. And Grazie always willing even to sit in the minibus packed with children all around her. And these are Roma children and it's dark because night has fallen. And as I say, we love to, to worship with them at Bethany. Then we went out for a meal one evening and that was, that was really nice. But as you know, we felt compelled to visit Mulder Manoa. It was a flying visit really, just a couple of weeks ago. So many needs there, uh, so many texts that we get, people pleading for help, and it was important just to to go and assess the situation. So as we visited around the families, we discovered that this was a need. They needed wood for their fires. It's very cold now in Romania, it's as cold as it is here, and we'll get colder, although when our friends left, the temperatures rose to 19 degrees, but I think they are They're falling again to what's normal for this time of the year. So we're able to source out a place where wood could be got for 10 families. And we secured a delivery. And this is the the man that had to be paid. And so we handed over the money. And the wood is delivered just like you see it there. Um, This is the best way to buy it. But they needed a chainsaw, uh, or not a chainsaw, but a... uh, (laughs) chain, for a chainsaw, and uh, the the oil that goes along with it because it had broken, and this was the delivery that was brought to them just outside the homes where they live, and the the men got to work and they were able to saw it up and then chop it up into blocks for their fires. One other thing that we wanted to do was to try and source a door, and that's still being sourced, believe it or not it's very difficult to get a door that's suitable for these measurements, So the local pastor is helping us with that. And that's in Florica's home. One of the things is just really spending time with these families. They're very poor. But just to let them know we're here. We love you in the Lord. uh, We care for you. And uh, obviously we, we want to share the main thing with them. Which is the gospel. That they might come to know Christ the Savior. And this was in Florica's home with her children. But just across the way... And if you've been out in this other place where Florica lives, there's another home. And it's up on a height. And although we had had the children for our vocational Bible school, we had never visited this home. We had never been in the home. And so we went and were made most welcome. <clears throat> you might remember that little boy. Some of you took pictures of him. But you know, one of the sad things is this. Uh, when we tried to encourage them to seek the Lord... And certainly get out to church and go along to worship the Lord on his day. Uh, The man of the home, he said through our translator who came, uh, Pastor Emmanuel, with us. He said, we have lived here for 15 years and no one from a church has ever visited. No one has ever invited us to go to church. And I thought that was very sad. And we're glad to have the opportunity to do that and we pray that they will that they will respond and that they will go out. And one of the things that we do, and if you go to Multimanoa, you'll know this, we we try to buy some very basic things for the family to eat and things for the the small children and the babies, obviously as well. And then just to to go there and to deliver it literally out of the back of the car. But one other thing that we wanted to do was to get them something to eat. And uh, you get these huge pizzas, that's enough nearly to feed a family. And we ordered in quite a few to feed all 12 families that we were visiting at that time and they were delighted in one of the homes this is the kind of stove that they have it provides heat but if it's got a flat top it can also provide a place where you can cook and just in a simple tray there was something there uh, cooking away when we were in the home and it's good to see that they're able to at least provide a little bit for their families darkness had fallen Uh, By the time we uh, got delivering the pizzas to the second place that we went to, that's Krina, that's the lady with the large family who lives just in the the building that you see behind. And this was the first time that we actually got to eat in the home uh, with our Roma friends and to share the pizzas with them. So we we did that and just spent time uh, with the families and encouraged them in the Lord. We did want the children to learn Scripture, and we just threw out the challenge. I had some Gospels of John with me in Romanian, and we threw out the challenge. If, if you learn it, we'll get you a little prize. We want them to learn John 3 and 16. It's the Gospel in a nutshell, and if they learn that, and they know the truths that are contained there, it'll be worthwhile. And So this is little Samil, and he's starting to read it, good they're able to read and this is Sonia. Some of you remember many, many years ago, we, we had little Sonia. She's still little, but she was very small then on a picture with Pray for Romania. Uh, I see that in some of your homes to this day. And not only the children, but it was good to see the father of this home. He's also, Samil, uh, opening up the Word of God and looking at it and reading it for himself. We did another visit to the supermarket because it was necessary to get some washing powder They didn't have any and it's good for them to keep the children if it's possible as clean as they can and uh, these are the conditions if you've been there you've seen these derelict buildings they're just open the walls were all dismantled some time ago but when they come when they came here they built up a wall put a window in uh, and a door and that's the front of their house and they build a wall at the back and a door and that's the back of the house, and they, they live in between the two walls. The little baby that had come, there's a story behind it, but a little baby had come uh, to, to live here in Samuel's home. Uh, there was a child that had been away, a very young child for a long time, and they discovered that this child was living in France, but was being treated terribly, was being abused physically, and uh, they went and they rescued this 14-year-old child who came back with her little baby as well. So we were able to get a pram and uh, a bath and some clothes for the child. It's an interesting story because a couple of the children, I'll show you the picture in a moment, needed shoes. Uh, the soles were falling off. This is not the place where we sent all the shoes. It was a different area. So we didn't have a supply, but... We went to this second-hand shop, and we got a couple of pairs of shoes. But this lady, when she realized what we were doing, she also threw in some clothes for the children. She just wanted to help with the Roma children as well. And that is the two children that got the shoes. Uh, You will know Roxana and Maruna. Maruna was the one that had the surgery. Uh, They are Florica's children. Having spent but a day and a half there, it was the Tuesday and the Wednesday. We made our way back to Timishwara just to spend the rest of the time with the girls uh, of Deborah House. And as I said, they love to sing, and so we spent a little bit of time singing. And you should be able to hear them. I think it was nervousness. She, uh, there's three sisters here, uh, gypsy children, and she's the middle one. And as soon as she saw the camera was on her, uh, I think it was through nervousness she just laughed. But anyhow, we had a lovely time. And uh, we had, through Lucci, contacted the house parents just to see what they would like for an evening meal so that the house parents wouldn't have to cook that night. There were 18 of the children plus the pastor and myself. And uh, VRL come back to say, pizza. Now we get them pizza every time, but I think they only get pizza when we go. So it is a special treat. for It's a rare occasion. So we had decided let's eat at six o'clock. And then at half six VRL said to me, what time did you order the pizzas for? And I looked at him and I said, I thought you ordered the pizzas? So uh, there was a breakdown of communication. He hadn't ordered, I hadn't ordered, and it's now getting late, and I said, what can we do? What's the quickest thing? So we piled them into the, to the minibus and a couple of cars, and uh, not that far away, but a 20-minute drive down to McDonald's, and the children were just very happy to go there. Just one more slide. Uh, little girl from Deborah House in the past that we got to know, a little girl called Savannah, and uh, she's now working here. Anybody ever had bubble tea? You can, get it, you, know, you can get it in town. I had it once with one of my grandchildren and my daughter, but uh, she, she's a, the, the manageress of this place, so she's doing well, and she's still keeping up with her studies and so forth. So pray for these children that have come up uh, through difficult circumstances that the Lord will bless them. Now, I'm so glad to have our brother, uh, Luci Bo and Gio, and we're going to ask him to come and just do what's in his heart, speak to us. Um, I think there may be singing again, so when you do that, we will leave it to yourself, brother. We look forward to hearing from you tonight, both in ministry and song, and the precious word of God. Thank you.
3: sing now or after or <laughs> okay, we'll do it after. Are, we feel so uh, blessed, and we are so thankful to the Lord for uh, being here with you tonight. actually being here uh, this past week has been uh, uh, wonderful for us, like uh, uh, getting away a little bit it never hurts getting away a little bit from the daily routine and especially when uh, when you come and and uh, Uh, have such a wonderful uh, fellowship and uh, meet people that uh, uh, you love being around. So uh, thank you for uh, making us feeling so uh, welcome. It's so good uh, to feel that you are loved and wanted, and uh, so uh, we just appreciate you. And uh, we just... uh, Thank God for uh, getting the chance to uh, know so many of you personally, uh, either from here or from the mission trips. Uh, they always have been a blessing and encouragement for us, for our family, for uh, uh, for Grazi. Actually, Grazzi is like it's it's like our family too. Uh, we actually uh, the my wife and um, and Ellie, uh, we went to uh, do a little shopping on, on in Belfast on Tuesday, and uh, uh, I don't know if, if you you know those uh, those bra- bracelets, Pandora bracelets, uh, but they uh, seem to be popular. I don't have one, but uh, <laughs> anyway, so it was Grazie's uh, birthday uh, a little while back, so. Um, my wife and, and, uh, and Ellie got her um, a little Pandora thing that, that was uh, engraved with uh, this text. Friends are the family you choose. So um, we've been blessed uh, with a wonderful family here in Hebron, in Northern Ireland. Um, and uh, we want to thank uh, Reverend Park uh, for being a part of it uh, a big part of why this happened uh, and considering us his family uh, it's just uh, overwhelming and humbling uh, and we're, we're just so, so very thank- thankful uh, the feeling is mutual so <clears throat> uh, I'm not used to uh, to preach well actually I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't preach uh, uh, call it preaching <laughs> uh but i i would uh i would have a short message tonight i'm i'm um, very um, happy that uh you've asked me to do this uh i'm nervous though but i know you uh, uh i've been prayed for uh, so i rely i i don't feel at ad, um adequate uh But I know that uh, I rely on God's grace and on his help. So uh, this makes all the difference. Um, I was thinking um, of the many, many trips we've been part of um, and had the privilege of being part of and served together in Romania and um, I'm so thankful for um, the help you bring to our communities, to, uh, to the work of God in Romania. I'm sure you've had, you, have, you would have plenty to do here, around here, but you choose to uh, go and get involved wherever the Lord leads you. So God bless you for that. Um, I appreciate... Uh, the humbleness you do this work with. Uh, I appreciate the, uh, that you're so easygoing. We always feel, uh, even when we meet new people, uh, we don't feel like they're strangers. And that's a, a huge thing. Um, we appreciate the warmth. And just looking at these pictures and um, um, I'm so thankful in my heart for, uh, for um, uh, God's work done through you in Romania. And it's encouraging for us, uh, the local churches over there too. Um, the thing I appreciate the most, I was thinking, what's the thing I appreciate the most? And I remember, you don't lose focus. Um, there are many things that happen Uh, are happening over there on a mission trip. And it's easy to lose focus. Um, But uh, I've realized uh, your focus is bringing the gospel uh, to the people. And that's, if we do that as Christians, I think we've reached our goal the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news of salvation. And being an interpreter, I've interpreted so many times, and I know each time uh, we do something, it always ends up there with, with the gospel. And even the, the girls from the Deborah house, they know that. Uh, they know that you love them. Uh, be, you come there because you love them, but not only because you love them, but because you want to uh, share Christ. You want to tell them that he, God, loves them, and that's more important than that. So I think this is the, the thing that I, I like most, and, and it's, it's encouraged me, and it's teaching me in anything we do, whether it, it is at work, in school, or grocery shopping, meeting somebody, a neighbor. I think we should always have this in mind. How, how can I present the gospel? So I'm gonna, I've, I was thinking of a few <clears throat> verses in the Bible, and I'm gonna uh, try not to be too long. I was getting worried 30 minutes is too long, but it seems i'm I'm quite quite long already <laughs> uh longer than I expected uh, but I just have uh, the classic Baptist three points uh, <laughs> and uh that's that's what what it is in Romania i don't know here i I've, uh, I've noticed uh Reverend Park uses a lot more points than three uh but that they're shorter, <laughs> okay. But I think that that comes with the experience. You've got a lot more to say, and you know how to say it uh, in order to, to not lose the crowd. So, um, well, I'm going to speak of the gospel, and I'm sure most of us are familiar with with the gospel. In Romanian, it's actually the uh, the word for it is evangel- uh, evangelie. Which is very close to the Greek term evangelion uh, and it it's actually translated through good news um, so um, when I think of the gospel um, I see first that we um, we should know uh, at the beginning of things we have to realize that we have a problem. So my first point would be the problem, which is sin. Yeah. And uh, our sinful nature. We are are born with it. And uh, we are taught about this in the Word of God, um, in the Old and the New Testament, So in the Old Testament, for example, Jeremiah talks in in chapter 17, the prophet Jeremiah says in in verse 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And then it says, I, the Lord, search the heart. Then going to the New Testament in Romans uh, uh, chapter 3, verse 23 we learn that for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Then it goes on in Romans 6:23, For the wages of sin is death. Then in Romans 7, it goes on in, in verse 18. It says, for I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For too ill is present with me. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. For the good that I would do, I do not. But the evil which I do not, that I do. So see, we have to admit we have this problem, each of us, each and every one of us. And uh, I think if we're sincere to ourselves, we can see this in, in our everyday lives we try to do good, but the, the bad and the evil is kind of trying to stuck, get stuck with us. And um, just look at the child. You don't have to teach a child to say a lie. You don't have to teach a child how to hit somebody. That's, that comes natural. So, we have this problem since we are born. There's a, a very famous person that lived in the 17th century, Bless Pascal, I think you've heard of him, uh, a French uh, uh, mathematician, physicist, philosopher. Uh, and he put it, um, he, he noticed it and he put it in a, in, a, in a good way. He says, talking about mankind and men. What a chimera then is man, what a novelty, what a monster, what a chaos, what a contradiction, what a prodigy, judge of all things, imbecile worm of the earth, depositary of truth, a sink of uncertainty and error, the pride and the refuse of the universe. And then he also said this, and I like this, there is a God-shaped vacuum in the heart of every man which cannot be filled by any created thing, but only by God, the creator, made known through Jesus. So the natural state of mankind is, as uh, John Calvin says, total depravity. That means that sin has affected all parts of man, the heart, the emotions, will, mind, and body. So we are completely and desperately sinful. Now the second point, the panacea, the remedy or the solution. Reverend Park was talking just a few minutes ago about the the gospel in a nutshell. Uh, wonderful verse, that is uh, in the Gospel of John, chapter three and verse sixteen. It's the golden verse of the Bible. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. See, uh, I I was talking to you about a verse that says the wages of sin is death but then there's a second part of that verse and it says but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord so John 3 and 16 is a verse of superlatives and we can take a closer look for God so loved shows the greatest intensity. God loved shows us the greatest kind of love. He loved the world. The world stands for the greatest decadence. That He gave, the fact that God gave shows. The greatest offer ever made. Then he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. He is the greatest of all gifts. That whosoever <coughs> shows the greatest opportunity, whosoever believeth the greatest simplicity, You just have to believe. And we have a problem with that in in Romania. I don't know if you have it here. People, when they hear it, they think it's too simple. They feel like they have to do something for their own salvation. It's too simple to just believe and accept. But yes, believe it. The greatest simplicity. In him. And the son of God. Believe it in him. He is the greatest attraction. Should not perish. Shows the greatest promise. But. It's a short word. But it makes the greatest difference. But have. The greatest certainty. Have. We are sure of it. Everlasting life. The greatest possession. Possession. Possession a mortal sinner can have. So, we see here the altruism of the creator. God loved, God gave, God saved. So this is the remedy. This is the solution. This is the only solution, the only way to solve the problem of sin. And then, Third, thirdly we have the plan or the project God's plan there's a first that I like so much and it's very well known and we need to be reminded of it every day for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ that's Romans one sixteen. for It is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe it. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God. Looking at some of the contemporary churches, sadly, we notice that they don't rely on the power of God anymore. There's all kinds of Programs, activities, all kinds of sounds, contemporary music, lights, smoke. Do we need all that? Where did we lose our way? We need the Holy Spirit in our churches, He moves the hearts. Okay, we we have a part in this, and God allows us to be co laborers with Him. We have to sow the seed, but He makes it grow. The Holy Spirit convicts people of their sin, the Holy Spirit transforms. So, the real power is the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's the real power of God. And uh, He is the one that transforms us, that renews us, that brings us back from life, that, that gives us new life. So uh, I said there's, that God has a plan, and I will, I'll read a few passages uh, in Acts 26. Uh, verses 17 and 18 says, "I send thee." That was, that's Jesus talking to Apostle Paul on the, uh, on the road, actually to Saul on the road to Damascus, and he says, "I send thee to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me." Then 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse, verses 18-20 through 20 says, And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed us, committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now, then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in the Christ's stead, be reconciled to God. Romans 10, from verse 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. not all obey the gospel. For Isaiah said, Isaiah said, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Luke 9, verse 26, the words of our Savior, For whosoever shall be ashamed of me And of my words, of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed, when he shall come in his own glory and in his kingdom. So, how are we if we search our hearts? Well, God searches our hearts. He knows us. He knows where we are, how we are. We need to be sincere with ourselves and think, are we ashamed of the gospel? Are we, have we ever been ashamed of the Lord Jesus? Are we the witnesses he wants us to, to be in the world around us? There was a song that I remembered while thinking of this message. And it's called Asleep in the Light. You might have heard it. It says, Do you see? Do you see all the people sinking down? Don't you care? Don't you care? Are you going to let them drown? How can you be so numb not to care if they come? You close your eyes and pretend the job's done. Can't you see it's such a sin the world is sleeping in the dark that the church just can't fight? Because it's asleep in the light. I'm just... Thinking uh, myself in my life, and um, uh, I don't think I don't need to think too hard to see that uh, I failed. And uh, I ask the Lord to forgive me and to help me see and remember every day that people need the Lord. We need the Lord. We cannot do anything without Him. We cannot be anything without Him. Or anything that we are without Him will just fade away. Um, But I don't see myself. Oftentimes, I see that I'm not... um, I don't care about the people tying in their sins around me as i should care we are beneficiaries beneficiaries of the gospel but what do we do with it are we ashamed to talk to the people about it maybe we say yeah okay i'm not i don't have Theology courses. I didn't I never took theology classes. I I cannot I don't know what to say. The Bible teaches us that the Holy Spirit will teach us what to say. It's His work. Say, I think each of us can say what the Lord has done in our lives. And we can start there. Are we maybe too comfortable? Too passive, too numb, as the song said, we have a job to do. The Lord God has called us to do a job, to reconcile men with Him. It's a lot of responsibility but it's also beautiful. And it brings a lot of satisfaction because you have that satisfaction when you are in the will of God. You may be here tonight and, I don't know, maybe you haven't received the gift of salvation. May the Lord search your heart May the Holy Spirit talk to your heart. And today, today, is the day of salvation. We don't know what's going to happen when we go out of here. Tomorrow is not ours. We don't know. But today, now, is the time of salvation, as Scripture says. Thank you for uh, the time you gave me uh, This is the the message that I felt that I should uh, bring in front of you. God bless you, and thank you. I'm sure you know the song, so most of you, please sing with us. Let us fellowship together in song.
1: What gift of grace is Jesus my Redeemer? There Joy, my righteousness and freedom, my steadfast love, my deep and boundless peace. To this I hold my hope is only Jesus. By side, the Savior, He will stay. I'll
0: again for ministering in song we'll sing just one verse Um, when we go to worship in Bethany they will remind us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever and this hymn speaks of that reality so we'll just sing the first verse in the chorus please (laughs) continue to pray for the sick of the congregation. Remember the school's ministry. We were in the school, as you know, carried off very, very recently, and many of these children are coming in tomorrow, so let's be in prayer for the school's carol service. Tuesday night was the final night uh, of the children's meetings, and they're breaking up now for Christmas and the holiday time, so they've colored in uh, some of these scripture texts spent a bit of time doing that and I think they really enjoyed that and then they they got a little break uh, some juice and cookies (coughs) around 90 children were, were present and they all heard the word of God that night for those that are sponsoring some of the children in education in Romania these are the gifts that are being sent out to them at this time so just remember these things in prayer. We say goodnight to those that are listening in on the internet because we come to our season of prayer now. We're going to bow together before the Lord, seek him, call upon his name. Think of all the meetings that are before us tomorrow and the activities at night as well and then the Lord's Day and then the various needs of the church. So let's pray together, just the one after the other.